Freaking Facebook, man. <laughs> One of these days, I'm gonna. It's gonna feel weird when nothing wrong happens, when nothing goes wrong. Like it's going. I'm not. I know it's going. I just uh, welcome to another week of how valid is the validity here on. Uh, well, I was gonna say like 107.5, but I guess I can't. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days, I'll get there. You need some call letters. I do. I think we need to make WCWB. <clears throat> well, you know, everybody, it's a- Andy behind uh, the Andy Liebster. I am here. Uh, tonight with uh, <laughs> maybe. Look at that. Huh? It's me. Look I at that here. fancy camera you got now. It's a nice camera. I'm huh? very happy. Are you happy? happy? Well, a face like this deserves a deserves a, a camera like that. Okay, let's put it back on me then. <laughs> Wait, everybody's got to see my name tag first, huh? Uh, what does it say? What's it say? Uh, bassist, inventor. That's right. Weightlifter. 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 Welcome, everybody. I, I'd like to say that everything's back to normal and, and uh, nothing's wrong anymore and all the bad things have stopped and um, you can come out of your house and not wear a mask. But unfortunately, I can't do that. Pretty much just the opposite of everything I just said uh, is, is what's been going on, uh, to say the least. I have, I have w- walked into the... Uh, movie world i've i've watched i actually watched a movie the other day which is somewhat unheard of now because of all every everything's turned into a series so there's no longer you know you where you go watch a movie but i watched um i saw i saw a uh you know facebook or whatever and sometimes you'll see a, a movie what are those called trailers i saw a movie trailer for ford versus fiera ford versus fiara 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 have you seen that no okay it is Really good, really good. I'm not. It's not that I'm a big race car fan or whatever, but apparently back in the day, in the you know 40s, 50, 50s, I guess 50s, 60s, these guys would race for 24 hours, be a team of three three dudes, and they would literally the race was 24 hours long. And Shelby, the car Shelby, uh, the Shelby manufacturer, it was an actual guy, was an actual person, and he was he was the only American to win this. Uh, race in, in France that was 24 hours it was this big huge uh, race and Lee Iacocca worked for Ford originally and obviously went to uh, Chevy a couple of times and and changed their whole life but it, it was really interesting in, in the history of, of vehicles and 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 racing but the 24-hour thing I've never it was even in NASCAR it was a Daytona race it was 24 hours anyway really great movie if you get a chance to see it so what stop for gas uh bathroom breaks but there's no no, right right that's right so they would get like 30 minutes 30 or or an hour and so basically ford and ford was going to buy fiara fiara what how do you pronounce that fiera let's just fiero fiero thank you because that was the italian car maker oh no 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 ferrari ferrari thank you (laughs) fiat bought them i got i'm getting all my f's mixed up mixed up so f you um but (laughs) essentially so they were going ford was uh, going to buy them and so they actually used ford to get fiat to pay more money and so ford got pissed off harry no no uh what was the uh henry ford the the second uh was in charge at that point and he got there was this big war between them and and so ford ended up winning uh for the first time uh, first one two three in spots and it was this huge deal and anyway great movie uh it was uh was it, is it like the the great american race thing where it's like timed per you have to get to certain checkpoints per time or no is it just no no first it's, it's a track it's a three and a half minute track and you could beat your times uh you know you could beat record times going around it but it wasn't 
it was a it was a laid out track that wasn't uh, circles going around. It was you, it was oh. three minutes of a long thing. For some reason, I was thinking like a cross country. No, 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 nothing like that. But it was it was a really great movie. I I probably spent too long on it. And I guess the next thing, <laughs> the next thing which everybody's been talking about is this Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. And so if you're a if you're my age or I guess around thirty. You could probably be around 38 and remember when this movie came out, but uh, Karate Kid, the first Karate Kid. So it's basically those actors and how they are now. And it just is, it's a, it's great. Ralph, I mean, Ralph Macchio, right? Ralph Macchio and the, and the Beijing guy or whatever his name is. The, and, great. and you, you were seeing uh, uh, Crossroads. Ralph Macchio is in Crossroads, right? That's right. That's right. The guitar, he was a guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. He, he actually had a pretty good career. The, the the bad guy, the bad kid in in uh, Karate Kid, not so much. But 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 he's but he's great. And the bad guy, the actual bad guy, that was Miyagi's, uh, you know, mirror, you know, the yin and yang. Oh, right, but that, right, right. He's he's in it. He's seventy four. Ralph Macchio's fifty eight. It's really good. So if you get a chance to watch that, and you're, you know, I hope they bring out a Ninja Turtles. I, I want to see a Ninja Turtles. I want to see Karate Kid. I want to see it all. I want to bring it all back. Kids don't know what they're missing. I mean, it's not Cardi B style, but it's definitely, uh, uh, yeah, I hear you. It's it's exactly right. Oh, my God. Uh, so, Nashville, uh, I usually try to do a little bit of news in Nashville. Nashville's kind of in the, the same ball game. We've gone to a modified phase two. I, I still think we're there right now, uh, although they're trying to work out going longer. But basically, there's nobody here to, to even play to anymore. No. No, uh, but there, you know, there are some people on the street that have really taken to making Nashville part of their home. So I just kind of want to say that th- this, the first clip for tonight is really, it's going to set the bar for the whole evening and, and really give you an idea of not only what's going on in Nashville, but 2020. I mean, mm-hmm. this really represents to me, if I could find any clip that would represent this year, it's, it's this clip. Here's, here's, here's what's going on in Nashville. This place is awesome. Oh, my God. oh wow! They're gonna have to take that fire hydrant out. Crackhead ingenuity. <laughs> my God! I mean, there's just no. It just. I think that's how everybody feels right now. Who who gives a shit? I'm just gonna wash my stuff here. Just gonna take it easy. Look, <laughs> she don't care. She knows people are watching too. Here we go. <laughs> All right, get it off. Get it off. This is a serious show. You can't, kids can't watch that. That's lonesome, man. I think it kind of wraps it up. I wraps up. And what's really funny is her husband was buying some groceries down the street, and he had he didn't uh, he didn't uh, he wasn't gonna wash himself here, but he had a mask. And he and he was very, you know, you it's versatile. I mean, think about this. If you're he had a mask, he was down the street buying you got that you got that picture of the player of the week. I mean, this is this is her husband, and he was buying some uh, probably alcohol, I would imagine. Yep, there That's it him. is. There it is. So between the both of them, I mean Must have been laundry day. I would I <laughs> I would I'm not kidding you right now. I would pay to go to, and hang out with him. But with I bet him? they don't even know who the, each other are. They just end up at the same house every night. Uh, with the same drinks in their hand. All right, take that off. Jesus. God, I hope it was washed. Huh. Fresh BVDs. Cut oh, my up God. A, a mask. 
So Na- Nashville, Nashville, you know, hurting and and coming into a, the slower season. Obviously, uh, November is no CMAs either. They canceled those, uh, I think, in in March. Um, I, I don't know. I I, I will say that um, I've kind of maneuvered my life into how things are right now as far as going places and, and doing stuff. I mean, everybody, you got it. At some point in time, you just can't. This can't do what it's doing to us anymore. And and I hope to God it's not politically driven, but it is politically driven. I mean, there's just no. There's no case around it. I mean, you're starting to see numbers now where, you know, 65 plus with underlying health conditions have been over 80% of the deaths in, in, in Corona. Um, and so to, it is absurd to continue to take a healthy population and make them uh, stay home and keep telling them that you must quarantine week after week after week after week. Nobody even knows anymore. And, and I said that three weeks in. But you really, at this point in time, now you're starting to get people are just getting angry, um, and and really making more of a stand on. I'm not wearing a mask, or I'm not, uh, you know, I'm go I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do that, and and it's just going to get harder and harder as as we progress, especially now that we still cannot pass this second stimulus. So we're we're still in in, in the throes of that situation where, you know, it's there, it's all politics. So instead of just passing a bill that would give people money to live and small businesses and, and that kind of thing, we're, we're going to make a 1,500-page bill that has money for a 1,000 other things that we can't agree on. And, and essentially, it's going to start, the progress is really, what, what, what I don't think Democrats and Republicans are, are really thinking here that there are smart individuals and there are people that aren't protesting and looting and rioting and all this kind of thing, because what's going on now with the, with the socialist, the, the far left, that, that kind of thing, it, 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 it is, they're pushing so hard that it's almost pushing people off the edge of caring at all about anything, whether it's race or homeless, everything is off the table. There's immigration, homelessness, uh, abortion, gun control. Uh, as a matter of fact, one out of, one out of six Democrats last month bought a gun. There were over 8 million gun sales last month. So, you know, it's not going to be just this, this thing where a 17-year-old is shooting people and, and, and you're going to have to decide whether or not that's what that is or, you know, some guy coming up behind somebody on a, on a, on a public street and shooting you in the back of the head because you were wearing a Trump hat, which just happened. And people getting beamed with bricks, and 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 then people cheering that on. That this is not, this is not something just because right now you feel like nobody's going to do anything to you that you can continue to to act this way. What's really crazy is that Representative John Barry, which is a, a Democrat from Mississippi, a black Democrat from Mississippi, or, I'm sorry, Memphis, in the Tennessee state legislature, probably had one of the most prolific speeches I've ever seen that looked like he knew what he wanted to say, but every word was just, there wasn't a bad word in the, in the whole house. And so before he gets to this point, he talks about how he grew up in the error of sitting in the back of the bus that wasn't cushioned, drinking out of a water fountain because it was the law, a different water fountain, not being able to go in the front of someplace because it was the law. You know, he lived it. That is the difference between all of us, but particularly 
African-Americans who are having to read history books. It's a thing right now for white kids to get on TikTok, dress themselves up as somebody that died in the Holocaust or 9-11 and pretend like they're talking to us from heaven. This is a thing. So what you have is these 20, 22 and below who have had nothing bad really truly happen to them talking about how bad everything is. And that's rough for an adult because as an adult, it's your kids or somebody else's kids. If they try to tell you how to run a business or how to run a household or how to have children, it takes everything you have not to slap them and say, grow up. But that's what you have right now. And nobody can say anything because you, you, you risk being shunned not by people that necessarily don't hold your thought process, but just because they think they might get shunned. This guy, to this point in the, in the conversation, starts talking about his father saving the money to go to Washington, D.C., but also when Martin Luther King came to Memphis. Play this, play uh, clip three. Well, that man stood there and said that he wanted his children judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And all we do in America right now is talk about color. Every issue, every issue is about race, it's about color. Instead of us sitting down at the table like men and women of common sense and common justice, and understanding that our enemies are looking with a greedy vigilance upon us as we tear ourselves apart eternally. So if you if you've watched the show over the over the last 20 weeks we've had a few episodes talking about communism and what communism and and particularly the Soviet Union has been trying to do to the United States and really has accomplished which is using racism to tear the American public down in itself. And that is essentially what has been going on for the last 30 years. More so than even before during the 50s and 60s. Because now what you have is people that have progressed and families, you know, the black community where at least one generation has progressed to some to where they can send their kids to better schools or whatever the case is. And especially colleges, because colleges have tore this country a new ass. It has made you have they have made kids unable to deal with people that disagree with them. And that is when you take the when you take the ability to talk and, and debate and truly be able to say how you feel, you take the ability of learning away. Because if I say something to you that isn't correct and you know something that I don't because that's how it works. Everybody that you meet knows something that you don't. Now it may not necessarily be in the argument you're in but unless you listen you don't know. And you're never as far in your life as you're ever going to get unless you stop and, and that's where you choose to live. But if people are afraid to say things 
then you have lost the ability to learn and grow and you stifle society. And so what you have is this place where you go to high school and get a job. You would learn a job and you would go do that job. We have made college something that you just did as a as an arm to high school. Getting out of high school meant you went to college. That's what we did. And then we made colleges this liberal, one-sided thought process place where kids feel like they got they go and they make their groups and they're young. And that's what you do. You can't 17, 18, 19-year-old people have vigor and they have when they get on an idea and I say they because I was that guy I was running for state house when I was 18 and 20 years old I had vigor and there were times when I would talk when I would get into conversations with people you know 20 years older than me and I would fight to the death but I had no idea because I hadn't done anything yet kids are valid 19, 20 year old people are valid people. And they have they have this energy that when they get on something like a, a dog on a, grabbing a hold of a bone and not gonna let it go. But as you get older, you understand sometimes you don't want the bumper because what do you do when you get a hold of it? And protesting and looting and rioting and raising your voice and going home does not solve this problem. To really truly solve a problem, you have to spend your whole life on it. It's like being a musician. It's when you when people come to Nashville to be a guitar player or a singer, that's what they do. They don't care about politics. They don't care about uh, five cents. They don't care about eating at Morton's. They don't care about what car they drive. There are these people with drive and that's all they care about. And they are not only are they willing to to tell you that and to but they're willing to do it. And what people aren't willing to do is when it really gets hard, you can protest. You can go downtown and yell and scream. You can throw a Molotov cocktail. But when it time, when it, you come home and the next day you have to get up and actually start putting rubber to the road and actually make, trying to actually make a difference, it takes your whole life. Do you think that maybe uh, on top of uh, coming out of these institutions completely diluted, um, on top of that, you're about 60 or 80 grand in debt? And you're about you're that much further behind the starting you just line. Just said it there. So I mean, do you think that 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 actually uh, maybe adds to the how antsy these kids are? And just Absol- how, absolutely, I mean, you 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 just you just said a mouthful. I mean, you said everything because the bottom line is now we we've, we've made everybody go to college because if you didn't go to college, you felt bad for telling people you didn't go to college. Mm-hmm. When people go, what do you, what do you do? Well, I graduated high school and I started working. Nobody oh. right. Get nobody wants to say that. I got my GED. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to say that. And now college, a four-year college degree is like high school used to be. And now it's everybody's getting their master's degree. A bachelor, a bachelor's means nothing. A bachelor's means absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and these institutions, and Republicans and Democrats, mind you, have made... Co- when I was in, in, in 1997, when I was on the student... I, I was very involved in student government in college. And I would go on the board of directors of the college, and you would... They would talk about the increases of college education. It was a 7% a year was the, was the average increase per year to go to college. So, I mean, the, the issue becomes you weren't necessarily, they were increasing tuition. They were making their sports 
programs better because that's where all the money came from. And so even if you didn't take a science class, you were still paying a science fee. Things like that. And students, because what we do and what we've taught ourselves as, as, as Americans is, okay, it's 20 bucks. It's $100. College is $8,000 a semester. I'm, I don't, okay, fine. Take my money. I just get me in and out. Give me the piece of paper. Yes, give me the paper. And so what happens is over time, you're only in there for eight. My dad used to say this all the time. He goes, Chris, it's only eight semesters. You realize that? Eight semesters and you're done with college. And when you, I didn't, it didn't hit me as hard when you're in it. But after the fact, you're like, damn, that was only eight semesters. Time moves, time moves at a different pace at that age as well. Uh, sure. And absolutely. Because you want to, you're, you're wanting to get there. Mm-hmm. You want to get to that older age. Did you have not, scholarships or are you paying off any loans? Uh, fortunately for me, Fairmont State was not that expensive. And, and my dad was a professor there and we got, we got nothing. I think we got 500 bucks one time. But that being said, I mean, I think I, I ended up getting my bachelor's and undergrad for maybe 30 grand. So, hmm. I mean, for me, it was, you know, but I still took 13 years to pay it off. Mm. I'm not going to pay, you know, low interest loan and all. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's, you know, hey, at the same time, 30 grand back then, what was that, 1971, 1971? Um. <laughs> 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 no, but. <laughs> okay, listen, you know what, man? No, I, but you comparatively. Can be, you can be though. here. You can be here. I'll just turn on the, I'll hit the button and just leave it <laughs> from now on. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you know, that was comparatively, that, though, comparatively, not even close because he, here's the issue. And, you know, we got a f- mutual friend who comes out of Belmont with one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in debt mm-hmm. with a with a, a K through 12 education uh, certificate. And, and an average teacher coming out of the gate makes about 30 grand a year. Right. It's not right. It's not right. What colleges have done, not only to the people, because, again, you're not show, these professors for whatever reason, and 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 you could go back on the lineage and try to figure out where do these co- guys come from? Why are they teachers? You know what what is the deal with that? Uh, you know, my dad was definitely one of the very few more conservative leaning professors at the college, but I mean, you definitely had people that were where it wasn't about the curriculum. I mean, their 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 professional life got was definitely their their personal life was definitely. Uh, you know, veined out into their 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 lectures. What did he teach again? That was advertising, marketing, finance. So that is something that you could actually. I mean, you could infuse your political views into that sort of teaching, right? I mean, it's not like you're a math teacher. There's no politics in math. Is it? Well, I mean, I mean, it, it depends on how you phrase that. But but yeah. yes and no. I mean, well, there's math advertising and, and marketing for sure. I mean that that's. I mean, you know marketing and advertising are is everything in politics now especially but but that being said i mean the issue becomes it's not you're not trying to indoctrinate a student you're trying to teach a student and and to teach somebody to come out of college and only only argue one side of any argument every for every argument is is the worst possible thing you could do to, to be in the, in the, in the world, because let's face it, people don't agree with you and people are going to be mad at you and people are going to not, and not think you're cool. And people are going to, are just, some people are just not going to like you because just because you looked at them funny. I mean, the truth of the matter is, and everybody can understand this, especially people older that have hired people. I mean, you kind of get a feeling for somebody in the first five seconds, right? And so and sometimes that's all you get with certain people. And so to to 
to have people that are so guarded and need so much and everything is taken so personal. It, that's why we are where we are. Play the second clip of him. This, this, this is this sums up this situation. We can move on, but just play. Don't him. you know that the people who are looking at what's happening in Washington, in Detroit, in Portland, in Seattle, they're getting emboldened because we act like a bunch of punks, too frightened to stand up and protect our own stuff. You tell me that somebody got the right to tear down property that Tennessee taxpayers paid for? that American taxpayers paid for, and somebody has the right to destroy it, deface it, and tear it down? What kind of people have we become? And that's, I think that's the feeling with everybody right now, is what have we become? And, 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 and how is this supposed to work? You know, I, I, I don't necessarily understand, you know, because you can't say anything and you can't do anything about it, and you kind of have to just watch all this stuff, and you hope that, and it's this whole thing going back and forth, if you, if you vote for this person, then this will change, and if you vote for this person, then this will change. And that's just not how you run anything. No, nobody in their re real life would ever run their life this way, where you would just let things happen and, let it, and, and, and destroy everything before you then do something about it. And that's what we're watching, this back and forth. It's unbelievable. But this guy, if you have a chance, you need to watch the whole speech because it's it's really good. That being said, I don't know what city's burning now. I think it's Wisconsin. Co Co Kenosha. 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 I'm, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that, but you you got two or three things going on right now with, with, with that situation because they're talking about the guy that, was on George Floyd that actually was the main person on that situation. He, he, he they just a, filed a, they just filed a suit to dismiss all the charges. Are you talking about the cop, Derek, Derek Chauvin? That's correct. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. That's I can't why, remember everything. That's why I'm here. No, it really is. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so they're talking about dismissing all the charges against him. And I don't know what makes me, I, you know, I don't know what makes me more afraid getting COVID or not putting that guy in jail. Right? Because you don't put him in jail. What the hell happens? Right now, you got three major cases working to where if any of them don't necessarily go the way that you might not think they should go this way, but the way that the way that you feel like maybe it should go, we don't know what's going to happen. This is going to pop off again. It's going to pop off again. And if, and if those if those uh, charges are dropped, I mean, how long does that even take? Do you, do you have any idea? Like, well, they can string it out, and that's what I was. I made a joke earlier that essentially, you know, if you're Trump's camp right now, you're just like just just you're you're giving that judge a boat and a car and whatever he needs to absolutely keep this thing going until after. Could this happen so quick as to like if this was some sort of a thing that they could uh, this guy could be acquitted right before the election? Is it could that happen that quick? Do you think it, it could? I I don't think it's going to. I think that the fact that they're filing that he, you know he's filing things still and all that. I mean, it that takes months. Yeah, I mean, it's a big. Long yeah, process. it's a long process. I mean, I I don't think that there'll be any kind of. There's got to be a hearing, I would say. Right? There's got to be a, a jury trial would, with I this situation. So. But he's asking to well, he's asking to dismiss the charges. Uh -huh. So he has 
uh, two murder charges and a manslaughter charge on him. What on the on the on the basis that he had fentanyl in his system and that's what killed him. Right. So now they're now the thing now that's come out that that the body cam footage shows George Floyd opening up the door and there he's got fentanyl underneath his tongue. Okay. So, right. So I mean, you know, I I don't know how all that. And this works. is body cam footage. Body cam footage. I know it's easy to make a white speck appear in somebody's tongue, tongue that's correct. on a video. But it's already, I'll put it to you like this. something. There is something to it because his brother, George Floyd's brother, there was a memorial fund that was literally up to $14 million when this happened, when this, when this first came out. And before the next, there was another autopsy done or there was another report coming out. He stopped the collections on that fund. Um, so... I don't think there's any question that there is a argument uh, as far as George Floyd had tons of fentanyl in his system. Any, what were the grounds of him shutting the, the fund down? I think that he thought he was going to get, my, my guess would be that he thought he was going to get some sort of backlash. And for he taking the money. For taking the money and, and the fact that maybe maybe there's more to the story. The, the issue that I have is we're now we're dealing with the same situation Um this next clip is 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 what is <laughs> this is i don't understand how this is not going to take over the internet this has to be one of the funniest things not funny funniest things i guess george floyd i'm sorry moving from george floyd into back to kenosha but the jacob Bla- uh is it jacob blake i'm gonna say jacob blake mm-hmm. but it's blake for sure uh that that his father his real father because who we saw on on CNN originally was his mother and I guess his stepfather. This was his real father being um, interviewed by CNN. Kenosha Professional Police Association late today said that Jacob was armed with a knife, didn't comply, that he had fought with police and put an officer in a headlock. I know you aren't able to say much uh, about this, but were you aware of this? Do you, is that accurate? Some people say Brussels sprouts taste good. I don't get the reference. I hate Brussels sprouts. You don't want to talk about this. Sadly, what we saw the day after is that a young white man can brandish salt rifle and they give him water and let him go home. The hypocrisy is incredible and can only be explained by racism. Really no other explanation. So th- that was the attorneys. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. Uh, that the, the, to, to try to put those two things together is, is really difficult, a, a really difficult way to, to do that. I mean, and the fact that the, the kid from Wisconsin, the kid that drove up there and to protect the business and do all that kind of thing, whether or not he should have been there or any of them for that matter, it is questionable. But to compare these two things, you have a person that was physically already in an altercation with the police officers who doesn't listen, who who we can make this argument all freaking day that, you know, when a cop tells you with, with a gun pointed to, I, here's my thing. I, if, 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 if I went up in somebody's yard and they came out with a freaking BB gun, I would not go near them anymore. So I, I think that, and my point to this is, why? how are people feeling so okay going up to a person that has a weapon 
a real gun. How do you stand up in front of a police officer? Because the, you know why you do it? Because you think the other person is not going to shoot you. And and if if police shooting black people was such a big deal, if if it happened so much, what black person would just literally get tased, wrestle, get up, turn your back, walk into a vehicle, and don't think that the cops aren't going to shoot you? If if so many black people got killed by police officers, killing and being dis- and be- and discriminating against a black person as a police officer is two different things. And I'm starting to understand that th- that I think we're missing that big difference. That racial profiling and police officers being mean to African Americans is totally different than how many police officers actually shoot black people. Because they're not afraid of the gun. And if you take the ability for a police officer to even stop you at all, I, I don't understand how this works. I don't understand how defunding, I mean, if you don't, if there, it's almost like you have to come to the table and say, okay, here are the new rules. If we point a gun at you, you have to stop. And then what's the compromise? You have to stop doing this. There's got to be something here with some give and take in the sense of what are what does a police officer have, what can they do to not get killed too? And then there's this other issue that you can't be pulling people over because they're black. You can't be just walking up on a black person that isn't done anything or obviously is not a threat and, and beat them up. Or, or shoot them, or whatever the case is, but ultimately these two different things, there's two different things going on here. So this kid, because of this situation, goes up to Kenosha, drives 30 minutes. Needless to say, the three people he killed were white, or two people he killed and one injured white, also 30, 40 minutes away from Kenosha. That's another situation that we're all going to start to see as time progresses. Who? Why are these people in these places? Because that's starting to come out now. They were paid. It was part of a group. There's chat lines where these people are, you're in St. Louis, and you're like, we're putting together a, a riot. Not a not a protest, but an actual riot. These people are made to get on a plane and go riot and cause as much havoc as possible. So this kid goes up there, shouldn't have been there, I, I, that's my thought process gets into an argument with somebody in front of this gas station that, I mean, it's a gas station. Let it go. Now, if it was a Lowe's, I might have a problem or my favorite Mexican restaurant, El Sombrero. Okay. Even is, I might've been up there. Is that what we ate today? No. No. Oh. I hope they're not listening. It was. <laughs> I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure we're good with that. Um, so this, uh, Colin Noir, is is a I'm pretty sure he, he was in law, maybe law enforcement. Um, but he has a great uh, a great YouTube channel and he explains a lot of a lot of different stuff. But but even he and and I wish I could have played more of this, it's just too long, but just play this uh, play uh, clip five for me, please. Or no I'm, yeah, clip five. Yeah. Clip. When asked by detectives if Rosenbaum had his hands on the gun when Kyle shot, 
McGinnis stated that Rosenbaum definitely made a motion that was trying to grab the barrel of the gun and that Kyle pulled it away and then raised it and then right as they came together, Kyle fired. I think it's pretty reasonable to assume that if someone is chasing you and throwing objects at you and then when you're cornered by them, they try to take your gun away from you, at best, you're at risk of great bodily injury and at worst, risk of death. Also understand the aggressor in a situation can change in the blink of an eye. If Kyle was the initial aggressor, but is now running away like he is in the video, Kyle's no longer the aggressor. The person chasing him is because Kyle running away from this guy is no longer a threat to this guy. So the dynamics of a self-defense can change instantly based on the conditions or continued actions of the parties involved. This happens to not this this happens to this kid not just once in a in a short span time period but twice. So essentially what 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 he is saying is that this guy was chased so he, he got in an argument with this with this certain person that all three of these people were criminals, by the way, just to throw that out there. So point being is not that they're bad people. I would I would venture to say that they're they're not good people, but whatever the case is. But but they they definitely have a tendency to go the other way. You know, they, not like me and Andy. I, I'm never going to grab his gun. You know, I'm going to probably just say, can you please leave leave my house? I may shoot him, but I'm not going to go for your gun. This guy goes after him, throws a bag of piss. I think it, it, a bag of something. They're, they're saying pee or or um, gasoline. What? Yeah, you can pee. see the clip. They, they, he he threw a bag of something. He's like walking around with a bag of pee at the I'm ready. I'm hoping it's gasoline, but they they're not sure. I'm hoping it's pee. I think that's. I think that's gross. It is gross, but it, I think it's got more of a statement. <sighs> Unless you're gonna light that gasoline. I, I I have a feeling, Andy, if you were a betting person, that's exactly. <laughs> what's going on so so <laughs> so somehow along the line these two get mixed up again but while kyle is by himself and he run, takes off running he now is no longer the aggressor we don't even know that he ever was the aggressor that's the problem but now you know he's not the aggressor takes off running they corner him these him the, the guy that ends up dying and and his and the guy that ends up dying's friend and he's the one that gave this statement. So he's the one that said that the, that the man went for Kyle's gun, and that's when Kyle shot and killed him. So this man falls to the ground. He's laying there. Kyle then calls 911. While he's on the phone, protesters see him, see the guy on the floor. They start running. They say, get out of here, all this other stuff. He realizes there's a mob coming towards him. He takes off. This is where you get to the other part. So now he's running down the street, and I got to be honest with you. This guy could probably should have stayed home and worked at gym, worked on gym class instead of being there with a AR-15. But but regardless, he couldn't run. Not a very good runner. Not a not a swift swift runner. Falls down. Turns around. Guy with a skateboard comes after him. Another guy with the actual Glock or whatever it looked like a Glock. It was a handgun. And then, then another guy. So he shoots the guy with the skateboard, kills him, shoots another guy. Now he's all on his back. So he's on the ground at this point. He shot all three of these people while he was on the, on his back. So the issue becomes, there's a law in Wisconsin that says if you're 18 or uh, if you're, what's it, what's it called? If you're um, 17 or or less 
Is that a miner? If you're a miner. Okay. Um, and you come out of the coal mines and you come out to shoot some. <laughs> God, Jesus, God. You come out to shoot some folks. So if you're a miner, you're not allowed to have a certain barrel and, and you got to be hunting and all that kind of thing. So at this point in time, both times, it is it is truthful to say that he is not the aggressor, that he was pr- protecting his life. The only charge here that's on the table valid is is a is the gun charge. Nobody wants to hear that out, out, out the, as far as the protesters and that kind of thing. So the guy that was Sandman's attorney, the the kid that won all that freaking money and mm-hmm. going on to be a end up buying Apple, his attorneys are working this kid's case pro bono, so for free, which is no possible way because they've already started a fund for this guy that's probably over a million dollars. So that's where he's at right now. This is what we've become. This is what we've become. A guy from whose son died in the Chop District a few months ago is suing Seattle for $3 billion because there was no cops and his his uh, special needs child died. So you, you understand that this is the new future. These lawsuits are just the beginning. It's You are going to be suing state after state, city after city. People are going to be suing everybody including countries suing China. It's going to be an interesting, the movies and books that are going to come out of this situation is just really remarkable, unbelievable. But unbelievable this situation, unbelievable the George Floyd situation, and it continues. And now we're going to kill people point blank range with bricks and guns. You may not think it's a big deal until you're just walking down the street and somebody hits you with a block. Because that's that's what it is now. It's if you think this is going to be contained to Portland and Seattle and Chicago and Washington D.C. and New York City, you're you're crazy. If it doesn't get contained, it's not going to stop. And 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 what that does is it's just like the kid that that just got charged for stabbing his employer at an auto zone seven times because he felt like the need to to stab a white person after he got done watching uh, police brutality videos online. You, you, you have released the crazies. That's what we've done. We have released the nuts. We've given everybody that you would never give two seconds to, Democrat, Republican, doesn't even matter what your politics are. You, you have given people that you would never, that you would, that, 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 half of them you would not, you would think you have to give them a dollar if you passed them on the street. Just nuts, nuts. People that are absolutely out of their mind, you've given them a platform, and now not only a platform, but you're giving them the ability to, to hurt people and get away with it. How long do you do you think that there's a peaceful end to this? There's it's not possible. Whether it's whether the army has to come into every state, but that's it. And that's what Democrats won't uh, uh, agree to right now. Somehow, this is a Democrat versus Republican situation where Trump has not helped anybody. He has fueled the fire. So every time he's tried to bring in military or any time he's tried to do anything, and all these Democrat governors and, and mayors have, have thrown him out or said, no, don't show up. I mean, Kenosha, they, they didn't even want him to come on Tuesday. And, and, it, and it turned out fine, as fine as they ever turn out. Nobody died. 
yet. Do you know the the Black Panther guy passed away? Yeah. Didn't tell anybody. If you if I'm telling you right now, if you don't think you don't need to get colon screening at 40, there's a reason. He was 39. Uh but that guy was in such good shape. 39 he, when he passed away or when he got it? When he got it. How long did he have it for? I it had to be years before he had stage 3 and 30 at 39. I liked him, and he 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 filmed some. He had did some films while oh, yeah, he was I mean, sick. One right? of the Black Panthers, and probably some of the DC stuff. You know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. We're gonna take our first break. Let's do that. We're gonna be right back uh, on. Here's how valid is the validity uh, uh, when we return. Make sure you call in at eight zero eight seven zero seven eighty one zero eight if you want to vent. This is tonight's just venting. Tonight's just letting I'm, it loose. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. <laughs> If you got something to say, this is the time to say it. We're not going to be listening, but but you could say it. Some some other somebody might hear you. We love you. We'll be right back. Guidance whiskey. Look for guidance. Science, Advanced Supplement Technology, Sony Mobile, Sony Mobile. How valid is the validity? Everybody, um, we're going to get next week. We got our show is going to be uh, best of uh, our our interviews, best of our interview clips next week. We're going to be in Key West, Florida. It's going to be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Six feet of social distancing, 25 people in a bar. I think there's like three places still open. So the big guys aren't even open, right? Like uh, Sloppy Joe's, Irish Kevin's, all that. They're- Sloppy Joe's is not open. It, it hasn't been open since March, actually, um, really? which is unbelievable. And and they've paid their, uh, they, they've actually been a very uh, stand-up group. But I am interested to see what is open. I, I don't, Smoke and Tuna is where we're playing. Mm. But they, they're li- way limited capacity and, and, again, six feet apart and all that kind of thing. So well, you were just saying getting a beer. I mean, you can't even go sit at a bar and where here get a beer. No. Yeah, you can. I don't think there's bar service. Yet. Oh, Is listen, there? oh, listen to this. Williamson County. No problem. They don't even have a mask law anymore. Oh, really? Nope. Nope. All gone. No. Williamson County said kiss it. So grocery store. Uh, do you notice a difference? Like when you go to Kroger's are people still wearing masks? Yeah. This yeah. is Williamson County, right? No, no, we're, this- we're right in the line. But you've been to some, yeah, hmm. yeah. They still wear a mask, um, but I mean the bars, though. Yeah, I mean there's not been a problem. You might not be able to go to the bar, but you know, you can go in, and as soon as you get there, you can, it's you know the masks are off. You can get a beer. Yeah, I, or they could get one of those things that I was going to buy you last week. Oh, that mask thing the, the <laughs> that flip flips up, thing. up the mask. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. It's disturbing. I've been waiting. I would have worn it tonight for the show. You know, I was joking. 
but 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 the thing about it is, Andy, that and just to give people an idea here, if you take the top four five states uh, of COVID deaths in this country, mm-hmm. you you're you you are literally look, looking at about half half of the deaths in this country. of all deaths are 65 and older. So wrap your head around it. How can, how can we be so scared? How how can we continue to let this go? And the country is about to pass or is getting close to passing another multi-trillion dollar bill. We were talking about this earlier. What did you say? Uh, 90% of those people above 65 and older had underlying conditions, right? That's right. So, so the people that have died of the of the eighty percent of sixty five plus, ninety percent of those people had under something else wrong with them. So it's 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 the it's the you know you essentially caught the worst than the flu, but 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 that's what got you. And there are countries across the ocean that have gone back to normal, right? Yeah, in some regard. I mean, if you look at if you look at, I'm going to see here. If you look at the number of deaths, this is a question that Trump gets a lot. But the United States, by twofold, has tested more people than any other country, Brazil being second. We've tested over 6 million people, Brazil's around 3.5. And they have, we have 189,000 deaths. They have 122,000 deaths. So theoretically, and it, but it, doesn't that make sense? Nobody thinks that a third world country is necessarily going to have the resources that the United States would have. So the numbers in that regard, to me, make sense. Here's the problem. New, New York has, has been sitting on 33,000 deaths in that vicinity for over a month. So there's a direct correlation with Cuomo sticking those elderly people back in the rest homes. There's a direct correlation with California doing it, even though California's only got 13,000 deaths. You're looking at New York and New Jersey with the two highest death counts of anybody in this country. And we don't even know, and the bad part about it is, we don't even know if those deaths, how they were counted correctly. If they were counted correctly. You can't even make an actual decision. But let me tell you this. You can in the sense that if 190,000 people have died from this, and well over 50% have been over 65 years or older, you're taking out the whole working class who aren't being affected by this virus in the same way. You're taking out businesses and you're taking out people's everything now i'm going to say this i would be interested to know who doesn't who likes what we're in right now who has made a life change better for the better because i got to be honest with you I, I, i mean people that i've talked to in different industries are more worried about the future than they are about what's happened to them in the present And so I say that like this. 
the business owners that were not capable of continuing their business because of this situation, restaurant owners and all that kind of thing. That is restaurant owners and bar owners, for instance, it's a 90% closing rate in any way in, in between one and five years. In the first year, I think is 85% restaurant and bars go out of business. It should not be some weird, you know, prolific, uh, this, this, this whole major blowing explosion that restaurants and bars are not going to, a lot of restaurants and bars are going to make it out of this situation. They don't make it in general. So the next sector, what is the next sector of people that are lose, actually losing their business? Because other than restaurants and bars, what is in downtown? Who goes to the mall? Walmart's doing fine. Target's doing fine. Record numbers. Lowe's. Home Depot. Kroger's. Grocery stores. If you go downtown right now, what else is there besides restaurants and bars? And when things get back to normal, what won't be there? What, 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 will, what will be different? A couple of months waiting for new restaurant and bars to open? And we've shut down the whole economy and we've worried about the, the, the they're talking now, they're finding almost over $330 million of PPP money and they're just starting that was just fraudulent. If I'm telling you, there's a certain percentage of the population right now that likes staying home. Or that likes what this has turned into. Absolutely, you're talking about Lowe's, Home Depot. Uh, you, you're looking at people that are making. Some people are making more money than they did when they were working at one point. Not so much now. Not so much now. But they got time, and they have time. They got time on their hands, and they got a little extra cash. You can't go to the bar. You can't go to the mall. Can't go to restaurants. I guess I'm going to build that shed out in the back. God, you really have to bring up the shed. <laughs> If you're going to build a shed during this time period, ask your homeowners association first. <laughs> Jesus H. Is that a sore spot? A little bit. Uh, you're moving it, though. Saturday. That seems like it's going to be a big I'm job. I'm going to move it right up next to the house. I'm going to build the roof out just a little bit where it touches the, sh- t- touches the, the siding. And now it's attachment. Is that the deal? It's got to be touching the house? Got to be touching the house. <laughs> He's going to make it just touch the house. I got nothing. People got nothing else to do, right? You got nothing else to do. And and you know what should, honestly though, Andy, I'm the one that messed up with this because I've walked this neighborhood for 17 years. It should have been a bell going off in my mind when I didn't see any other sheds at anybody else's houses. Like this was the first idea that, that I was creating this whole new revolution of building a shed on an acre of land. So it's just got to touch the house. It doesn't have to be like coupled or attached to the house. Just touching the At house. At this point in time, I'd blow a hole through the side of that thing. It would look like Captain Caveman down there. <laughs> I wouldn't give two shits. I would let it. I would just walk through the hole right into the shed. Nothing wrong with that. No. Get my lawnmower and mow the, mow the carpet. <sighs> it's hard to watch so much stuff. I, you know, I, I love this Jordan, Jordan Peterson guy. Uh, I want to. Before I go into six, seven, and eight, and nine, play clip ten for me. This is going to set up the the, the next uh, part, topic going on here. 
Well, weak people are a problem in general. And I don't mean physically weak. I mean cowardly, let's say, and, and deceitful, because I'm, I'm thinking it more in terms of moral weakness. Well, there's a variety of reasons. Is First of all, if you can't support your own weight, let's say, then someone else has to do it. And that's not good. And then if you don't make your pathway, if you don't pick a forthright and useful and noble pathway through life, then you'll become bitter and, and, and too hurt by the tragedy of existence. And then you tend to seek your revenge wherever you can get it. And that's not good. Tell you what, if you, if you have any common sense and, and, and just any want to be able to talk to other people with, with a foundation of what, what all human beings should strive for, you need to listen to this guy. It's really remarkable. This guy, Jordan Peterson, and just to do a, a short thing here, but you, you know those times when you get into an argument with somebody and you, you're you done and you walk away and you go in your separate ways and about 20 minutes after you're like, oh, I should have said that. <laughs> you know, you, you, you see something and you're like, oh, God, I should have said 20 fish and two dead dogs. That would have been the perfect line right there. <laughs> this guy has that ability in the moment. And he has it because of the clarity that he sees life because life is really more than just black and white. There are numerous equations that go into every situation. And, and we are trying as a society or, or a group of people are trying as a society to be individuals within a collective, which is not that it's not possible. You're, you're an individualist or you're a collectivist. And this group last year, there's a, a group called the Socialist Socialist uh, Group. I'm, I'm, I, I, socialist Party. I'm God, geez, that's not what I meant. I know that there's a Socialist Party. Chris is just a little bit... Um, I took a, a little bit bigger drink of the guidance than I needed to. But <laughs> last year, there was a Socialist Party convention. I'm going to assume in California, but we don't know. Before I show you these clips, I just want to say, this is some of the funniest shit you'll ever see in your entire life. These are exactly what we were talking about earlier as far as people that are just so out of touch and have not yet done enough to actually make a decision to be socialist, Republican, or Democrat. And at the same time, you start to see and learn you're looking at individuals trying to be individuals while trying to be in a collective. We're going to play this first clip. This is the beginning of this whole situation. Oh, I'm sorry, sick. We are going to need a party that will organize working people to fight for the demands that we want and to win socialism. Thank you so much. Great. Right uh, quick point of privilege. Quick point um, of personal privilege. Yes. Um, guys, uh, first of all, James Jackson, Sacramento, he, him. I 
just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? I'm one of the people who's very, very prone to sensory overload. There's a lot of whispering and chatter going on. It's making it very difficult for me to focus. Please, can we just, I know it's, we're all fresh and ready to go, but can we please just keep the chatter to a minimum? It's affecting my ability to focus. Thank you. Thank you, comrade. Okay, is there a speaker against name, point chapter, pronoun? Point of personal privilege. Yes. Please do not use gendered language to, to address everyone. The, the principles, principles of collective security is we don't want to put people in stressful situations that they don't consent to, right? And we have to be accountable to each other that our actions might have negative uh, consequences for other people. If you, we're also talking about de-escalation, right? Um, because people are going to have different experiences of things that some others might think is normal heatedness, and I think in some of that there's an inevitability there, but it's going to be really traumatic for people if we're not making an affirmative effort to de-escalate each other and de-escalate ourselves, right? If you are having a conflict with somebody, feel free to step away, right? We're going to make sure that you can get out of that space. Let somebody else step away if they need to step away, right? Um, don't talk to cops. Don't talk to MAGA assholes. So essentially, they're, they have freedom of space and, and worried about other people's feelings as long as you agree with what they say. I tell you, if that guy tried to de-escalate me, that's, a lot, that's the type of thing that just drives me nuts, man. Well, and here's the Kidding issue. Me? Here's, and, and let's go back to, to the beginning. Oh, oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guy that sounded like he just got done eating a hamburger before he went to point of privilege. Point of privilege, and he could hardly breathe. He sounded like he was drunk. This is socialism, people. There have been times in, in the legislature, in our history, where people have hit other people with a cane. It's not abnormal to have heated debate. And to, for people to get pissed off and do dumb things. The whole point of this, and, and this thing is hour and a half long, and there's numerous days. And if you just, if you just, if you just want to laugh uncontrollably, watch them all. Does anything get done in the entire discussion? It's, 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 it's no, hardly anything. And, and, and there's two more clips here that I want to show you that, that kind of, you, you make a valid, this is a valid this is a valid point as we look at the validity of, of this party. I, I'm trying to set this up in the sense that these people are trying to be individuals. They're worried about people's sensory deprivation and they're worried about too much noise and they're worried about he, they, they, they literally introduce themselves as I'm Ted from Beverly Hills and I'm he, him, uh, them, they. That's my pronouns. My pronouns are him, she. I don't even know what the that means i i don't even know i try to look it up what does it mean when you say my name is ted turner and I, he him why why do you need to isn't that kind of redundant Re, he him I, I think it means that their pronoun so that's how they use in a sentence so oh yeah i'm sure if you if right, i was but, a he you would say him if he were talking to me in that perspective. right but there's a way I, I i need i wish eric was here because i don't understand I don't understand the the, the pronoun thing I, I we're gonna have to look that up i i meant to do that this time but i i, I have a life and, and so my, my issue becomes, my issue becomes that you're looking at people that 
want to make a change in certain areas. That's the problem. A two-party system, there's nothing wrong with it. A three-party system, a socialist party aspect to government. Do you understand you've been living in that anyway? Social security is a form of socialism. The post office, subsidized, is a form of socialism. Social programs are a form of socialism. It's in the name. We, we have lived some parts of socialistic society, but we live capitalistically. We live and the country is great because of capitalism. But let me tell you something. If you are sitting in a room, I can promise you that a majority of these people have never owned a business or had to worry about inventory or hiring somebody of their own accord. You can have goals of free college for kids. You can have goals of free healthcare for everybody. You know what the problem is? There's not one reference to any of that stuff in any part of the world that you can go to and say, that's the one we should be doing. That's the one, that's the free healthcare. We should have Canada's healthcare. We should have Europe's healthcare. We should have these people's, there's no one, there's nobody you can say, this is the one we should be using. And before you call other people fucking comrade, you better know what that means to a majority of the people in this country. Comrade, comrade, fellow com, are you out of your mind? You are just, at that point in time, you are inciting and trying to piss people off. That's what you're doing. This has turned into a huge episode of Archie Bunker. Those were the days. Play eight and nine. <laughs> Shut it. I got to cut the tension a little. You, you know, you're kind of scaring me over here a little bit. I gotta quit drinking while I do this show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Brian Laverne, he, him from Houston. So, um, I will begin reading the summary. In the complete report. Point of personal privilege. Um, there are people at the back who are having problems hearing. Oh. Thanks. Oh, thank you very much. Um, Great. So, I've, I've uh, heard. Hi, I motion to amend the report to strike the East Bay locals winning slate six lowest ranking delegates. Voting yes means that you are supporting the challenge to the East Bay delegation. Point of privilege. Uh, can I reiterate that we, uh, for the sake of our comrades who have sensory issues, refrain from hissing, loudly shouting out your opinion on a vote? or waving banners and signs that reflect your vote in front of people? Can you, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, at no point, I mean, I, I could make it about 30 minutes. I could make it about 30 minutes. What were they saying? Point of what? Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Point of order. Point of information. You can do that at any point in time. You could just get up, go to the mic, point of privilege, point of whatever. So this means I agree. This is this is clapping. This is clapping, because you're not allowed to make noise because people have, whatever autism, whatever the case is. You know, growing up, these were jazz hands. That's jazz hands. That's jazz hands. Yeah. Yes. School spirit. <laughs> exactly. So let, let me let me say this. The the 
Point of privilege. Uh, point of privilege, Chris. Chris. Um, yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything to say. I just, I just wanted to use point I'm going to tell you something privilege. right now. Before before you throw out a point of privilege, you better have something back at it. Well, I mean, I'm, I, my white privilege, right? And you notice that? You notice everybody in that room? I didn't, yeah. There was, I, I didn't even see an Asian person. And you know, you could tell because of the darker hair. Those spirit fingers were just wearing were, me out, yeah, man. Yeah, they were all, that was all white privileged. There's nothing you can do about this, people. That's the thing, right? You just sit back and do what I do, and you get on this social media platform, and you just, you bitch about it, you know? And you try, you know, you just try to get some, I mean, I have to, because I can't do this and play a song. I can't do this, you know, I, it just doesn't work that way. But I feel, and I look at everything from a humanistic aspect, I like that idea in some regards that you can sometimes i just want to be in a place where nobody says anything i'd love to be to starbucks and if you needed something you just you just did this or you know if it, you know or if you're at a bar and you just want to eat your wings and have your beer no that doesn't work nothing of that works okay so none of this works who is it that said i think therefore i am superman can you play clip nine for me Sure can. I'm pretty sure it was Superman. Hi, I am Andy P. Uh, from Los Angeles. They, them pronouns. Um, could I please ask the chair to, um, again, um, there was a previous point of privilege about waving around signs that it, it is distracting to other comrades. I have autism. This is distracting to me. Can I, I would like to ask our fellow delegates, please, to not wave around your signs, especially during voting. Thank you. Yes. Uh, please do not wave around your signs. Thank you. Um, Madam Chair, at this point, we're waiting for the vote to be created. When it's ready, I'll let you know, and you, there will be a, a URL projected on the screen, and you will be able to put that in either to your phone, your laptop, or you can go use one of the iPads that we have ready. This is uh, Chris He Him from Cleveland. We have not approved any rules to use an online voting system. Robert's Rules does not allow online voting unless we approve a rule to do so. Is that correct? <laughs> okay, so we're not making fun of these people. Yes, we are. Yeah, we are. And so... <laughs> What I'm saying is, this happens, they, and understand this, they are, at this point are only trying to pass, pass their legislation of rules that they're going to run this conference on. This goes on for three hours. This guy brings up Robert Rules of Order because there's no parliamentarian. I don't know that Robert Rules of Order, there was no, I was a parliamentarian in, in my college student government. So I had to read Robert Rules of Order, which I didn't understand half of it. Didn't, regardless, <laughs> I know that there was no part of Spirit Fingers or all that. I, I mean, I, online there was no online voting. It's just, if that's what government's going to turn into, I want, I'd rather have 50 AOCs. Just give me, just give me, just bring her into this. I want to, I want to eat grass and have windmills. I'd rather jump off a bridge. I'm over it. What? Like, at what point 
I'm over it. Nobody, you can't say anything. We haven't defined the rules for this. And that. I mean, you can't say anything. And at what point does it step on your own freedoms when you're that person? I mean, Thank you, you. May, you. I mean, at one, at some point, you're going to paint yourself into a corner, That's and right. you're going to be. That's right unhappy that's right and and these people are already unhappy and that's and that's the problem and and that's the problem in general right there is a difference between people that are unhappy that do something about it and then there are people that are unhappy and just try to find un, other people that are unhappy it's like peterson said these uh they're they're exacting the revenge at any any place that they can exactly because they're they're pissed off because they haven't done a damn thing with their life correct and, and they feel, and not only that, you feel like the world is against you and you feel like everybody's against you and you feel like that you, you know, you're the victim and you're the, it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter. So you, you amplify that, understand this, that black and if it was just black and white, this issue would have been, we, we would have been able to eradicate most of the, our problems. It, that's not the problem. It's when you're black, you're a woman, and you're a woman that thinks she's a man. And 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 the issue that I'm trying to make is there's so many people that have so many different problems that have, Andy, tell me I'm wrong. I came to Nashville, everybody thought I was a country music singer. I didn't come to Nashville to play country music. I come to Nashville to write and play music. I liked Motown and Stacks and all that kind of that was my mm-hmm. go to Bob Seger and all that kind of thing. Right. I just come down here to make good music and do whatever I could to be the best musician I could possibly be. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works, is it? It is not. Right. You got Americana, you have rock, you have pop, you have country. Mm-hmm. You got to fit in there. Yeah, one way or another. Right. And so that's what we do. As human beings, that's what we do. And then of that, which ones make the most money? Rock and pop. Then you have country. And then somewhere down the line, Americana, you throw them a few bucks. Hey, man, that's cultural appropriation. <laughs> no, you know what that is? It's called what people listen to. Yeah. I like, I like what Jared Neiman said last week. He said something, uh, what do you say? Um, uh, it's, uh, they, people don't, they don't like what they, they like what they know. They don't know what they like. They like what they okay, know. Okay, so expand on that. I mean, I believe the same thing. I mean, well, okay. So basically, that is kind of the same thing that's getting pigeonholed with these people that are in like country music or pop music. And that's exactly why they're writing and they're only putting out material that falls into those same veins. Uh, because they've they've managed to find something that triggers. They've, they've created, a, created a lifestyle for people to live, which if you ask me, people like what they know. They want things that are going to trigger things in their brains, such as memories, things that they've done with their friends, that concert that they've seen, it, it triggers something. Yeah, my girlfriend. Yeah, I love Bud Light. Hell yeah, I'm wearing a pair of jeans right now. <laughs> Man, I got a, there's a truck. I, I yeah. got a tailgate on my truck. Yeah. Oh my God. You know, so it's that sort of thing that is being tailored um, by numbers, right? By what, how much money things are being made. So it's, you know, if you ask me, it's basically, this is what has worked. This is what is selling. This is what we're going to keep doing. And anything outside of the norm, anything that's brand new, seems to not work the the way that they think is good. That's the thing is I don't think people, uh, record exec- executives, I don't even know how it works anymore. Well, okay, so back up. I want to before you go any further, let's 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 take that on. The one thing he did say that is what 
all this is based on when you look at Spotify and radio and and how, even how it's changed. It is giving you the same song over and over and over. So the first time you hear a song and you go, God, that sucks. Mm-hmm. But the 40th time you've heard it, you're singing along with it. Yeah. So, but the issue is, let's be honest. You can't, there are a million good songs every day. Mm-hmm. You can't play them all. No. So the one thing that people need to understand is, is that when it gets to a certain level, that top 10%, you are, this is what is fed to you. It's when you dig deep and you go exploring yourself, you're going to find other things and you're going to find other stuff and you're going to find other songs and other artists, but those artists are not going to be doing as well as these people that got above that and are in your face 24 seven when they're selling you stuff and you're listening to their stupid song over and over, but it's not stupid. Is it Luke? I look the, 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 the shake it for me. Country girl brings back a memory in my mind. I can remember. And when I hear that song, I remember that moment. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. They're trying to trigger those emotional, those emotional triggers in your brain, man. And, but, but doing it over and over again and other people not getting that. So here's the issue. Here's socialism. Here's why socialism is wrong. It's not fair for me to just get to be able to put my song on radio 40 times a day. Everybody doesn't get the opportunity that everybody else gets. That's why winning the lottery, nobody looks at a person that wins a lottery and gets pissed off and thinks that should be me. You know why? Because it's a good lottery. And that's life. Life is a lottery. You could work your ass off and be great at something and still not get as far as somebody not a tenth as good as you. Another thing with the lottery is you're never going to win if you don't play the lottery. Well, no shit. And not only that, but does that mean that you just give up and say the system's against you? No, because what if you get the opportunity and you're not and you and you decided because life is against you and you're never going to get to that point that you just stop being good at something? And then if you did get the opportunity and then you did and you squandered it because you you were playing a victim. Get a life. Life is not all about helping you out. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody. It's like when somebody tells you somebody in their family dies. I I promise you nine times out of ten, your first thought is not about them. It's about, oh, I remember going through that or I I don't want to. I hate the feeling I'm going to have when I have to go through the same thing. We don't have that ability as human beings to just fit, to care about everything with all our heart. Otherwise, that's all you'd be doing. That's why half the time you can't ever appreciate the moment you're in when something good happens. That's why life always seems so down in the dumps is because it's easy to go that way, to always think that it's shit's bad. We're either living in the future or we're living in the past. Damn right. And living in the present is very, very difficult, oh, it's... but possible. But understand this, it all it is, is a memory. So just like a song or a person or whatever the case is can bring it back so you can do to yourself tenfold, meaning that if you learn how to appreciate the moment when something good happens in your life, you won't necessarily think that life is all crap. 
gratitude goes a long way. You know what, Andy? I don't. I don't appreciate you. Thanks. Um. So I want to go. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. I'm just teasing. I love you, man. Come Thanks, on, man. I'm not going to pay you for this, but other than that, I'm out of here. So, so <laughs> I don't mean to pick on the demo. Uh, no, don't go unless you're going to make a drink. Oh, uh, that grapefruit deep eddies is pretty cute. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, that guidance whiskey. Well, no, you can't listen. You can't drink guidance like we drink the other stuff. I mean, we got to we got to mix it up here. Yeah, guidance. Jason's going to be on two weeks. That's exciting. I'm doing well now because he went to Mexico, too. So he now gets to talk. We get to talk about the bullfights and all the other stuff. Oh, he did the same thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. But not with you. Not with me, unfortunately. Not with me. And you stayed away from all those bulls and things, right? Okay. As far as my parents are concerned, I did not get into the ring. Okay. <laughs> but since they don't watch the show, then I feel comfortable. If you'd like to call in tonight, 808-707-8108. And we, we need to call the cookster tonight? We, we need to call her tonight. I think people are getting upset. With me that I don't. I know I had our podcast is actually growing. Uh and so uh please download uh wherever you get your podcast. You can find how valid is the validity and and grab our podcast. We really appreciate it. But it is it is growing. I'm I'm very uh very uh, very pleased about it. So I hate to pick on the Democrats, but it's so easy right now because Joe Biden is just a, a freaking complete mess. And and regardless of what your politics uh what your politics are, that this is to me the most embarrassing uh, race I have ever seen between two parties in, in my entire life. And I, I'm very interested in politics. Um, but I have to, th- these next clips are uh, of this, this Biden ticket. Um, I will say that I have a problem with, with, with some of the language. Uh, it's not so much because Democrats saying it, it's just because both parties at the RNC convention and the DNC convention, it was just, it was just, nothing is being said right i mean you, we're not we're just blaming and, and we're not really people talk about you know biden and, and trump both talk about the platforms of each other's platform but and 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 you don't hear anything about the platform you can go read some 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 powerpoints and and you can see but there's no there's no there's no platforms it's just you vote for me and the violence will stop you vote for me and the economy will get better what a but the problem is, you know, for me personally, Trump has saved me tons of money, made me money. I mean, it, it's, I, I don't, I think we've made the presidency so hard to try to get somebody that makes you feel like Reagan did, for instance. It's so hard because who wants that job? This Joe Joe Biden and Kamala Harris get into a room and, and sit 30 feet away from each other. It looks like they were, they're getting a divorce and, and this is the last bit of It is of so weird counseling. how far it's apart so, they are. It's so weird. It's like six feet people. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just lay me down and my head, your feet, you know, I mean, play this first clip. This is before the pandemic. She talked, this is just awful. She's more. Brilliant. Donald Trump wants to ask the question, who will keep you safer as president? Let's answer yeah, that stop question. This stop this one. Go to, uh, I'm sorry, clip 11. Oh, clip 11. right. My oh. bad, my bad, my bad. Accelerated what was a problem before. People who were doing badly before are doing worse now. People who, before the, the pandemic, were hardworking, had a job, again, had dignity, are now, because of this pandemic, driving up or standing in food lines for hours. And when you have a president of the United States who is just 
dismissing it like it's some you know thing he can just flick away or magically wave a wand instead of stepping up to say my people are in crisis and I need to step up to take care of them before I get on to this I'm, I'm going to say Adam Adam House wrote us up here and I mean that, that's exactly right I mean it's just genres of music are a prime example of the, the the issues of today in the sense that you know, we don't all fit into a box. And that's what socialists, these, these, these socialist people are trying to, are, are trying to accomplish. They, they feel like, you know, there's safe space and you can't, but it's not real world. Right. And so if, if we want to live in the real world, then we've got to change this idea that this is how things are. But the thing about it is that's what we've done, right? Spotify, iTunes, all these type of things have given as, as bad as it's been to try to get it figured out with money, how to pay artists, how to pay writers, it's also given people that never would have had a base, a platform to go play music and be heard more than today. My music is out there more because of social media and these platforms than if it was just radio. So you know something about whether with with me too is I, I've been I've been taking a break from social media a little bit. I kind of feel like uh, it's really, I mean, social media is hard enough when you're an artist to put anything out and get some attention, but I feel like right now it's especially hard for anybody that's, I mean, it might be working out for you, but you got other things that are, but for me to put something out right now, it just gets washed away with the current, you know, it's, so I, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Like I'm, I'm but, staying but, away. But, here, but here's the thing, Andy, and th- and this is the part that makes it hard to think about. You have to put it out. No. Because the issue is nobody hears it if it's not there. Right. There what I'm the point I'm trying to make is if you get five people to hear that song, that's five more people than you would have got. And you don't know who any of those you me and you sure. have been in how many rooms where you did not know what where we there was ten people there, but we ended up getting another job from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. You don't know who could hear it. Yeah, you're right. So it, it you said it earlier. It's it's if you don't play you yeah. can't win at all. And mm-hmm. so I understand how you feel. And that's, and, and that's, I, that's how I felt. Now I also mean, sometimes doesn't, when these things are popping off, these, these, uh, all this like social stuff that's happening, it almost feels inappropriate sometimes. Oh, well, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I mean, some of the, <laughs> that you're, if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, if you, if you look at the Funkanaut situation, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm but just I mean, saying in for, general if, though. If you, but not, I, I mean, if you just wrote a song about, and you just wrote a song, mm. I think that, no. If you're putting out something that could spark where you could get that kind of backlash, mm-hmm. then it's up to you to decide, okay, but there's no bad press. Well, I've noticed a, I've noticed kind of a, a movement that's on like uh, Instagram and some other things too lately that a lot of people, because of the social climate, are actually toning down the way that they're posting pictures. And I've seen a lot of people kind of come out and say, yeah, I doctor my pictures. Yes, and a lot of people are actually toning back how often they're posting, and they're not posting things that is that is about them. There's almost this movement that's out there now that's saying, bring the attention off of yourself. If you're going to post, make sure you're posting BLM. I, I, I'm or, actually well. I don't know about that, but I'm I, I'm a, I'm in agreement with. I think that people that if you look at your social media, and especially if you're not running a business, but if you look at your social media. And 90% of it is just you taking a picture of yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that that's you need to see a psychiatrist. That's a problem. That's a that's a problem. It's a problem because the issue becomes you if you can't take what people have to say about you, then number one, that's a big no no. But number two, where on earth? What are you trying to accomplish? Well, it's a, it's allowed everybody to fake it till they make it, right? It's allowed everybody to basically and, put out whatever. And you're and you're and you're right. And these influencing things. I mean, oh. it's it's what the hell is this? I mean, you're not. People will just take picture after picture after picture of themselves and to try to become an influencer. And I, I mean, it's it's the damnedest thing. But, but that being said, I'm not necessarily talking about somebody that wants to make a business, right? Because the influencers to me that I have seen. And that's what Kyle does, who helps me with my stuff. It are very professional, mm-hmm. so they're, they're. I understand that to some aspect, or whether it's modeling or whatever the case is. I, I'm more mean, just somebody that isn't using it for business. Mm-hmm. And and you you see this 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 thing where it's like nothing you would ever do if that phone wasn't in your hand. Right, it's nothing that you. If you had a Polaroid or a thirty-five millimeter or one of these, and you were just like, you would never do this. Mm-hmm. And 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 then to put yourself out there, you better have thick skin. And most people don't. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, what are we trying to accomplish here? You know. And it goes back to almost like the South Park thing, where Butters has to get where the principal tells Butters, you need to make sure that you erase all the bad things people say from all these people's accounts when they post stuff about themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's just a messed up thing. No. So, so my my point to this one is, she talks about there was, why I why I I had this one particular clip is because she says before the pandemic, people had jobs and they had dignity. All they've been trying to do is talk about how the last four years nobody's had any dignity and everybody's had no jobs and that nobody's had any money. Well, four months ago they did. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So she's saying you can't have it both ways. This pandemic is something that's no, never happened before. And, you, and and the Democrats right now are trying to. So instead of actually having a platform, the, the Republicans don't need a platform. That is the benefit of being the incumbent. The, the platform is here's what I've done already. And before this happened, unemployment was at, at its lowest. Stock market was going through the roof. People had smiles. We were playing for corporations that were coming to Nashville and out of this country or out of the state, we I, I was going to have, the Chris Weaver band was going to have one of the best years it ever had because of, of business. And that all went away. We lost all of it. Literally, we lost all of it. So I you can't have it both ways. So the Democrats' platform should be Let's run on what Trump does that's idiotic. The stuff he says. The, the, but then you know what? Nobody gives a shit at the end of the day, does it? I mean, do that's they? the same platform that most anybody has. Every time, all the time, it's even, what they do. Even the average Joe. They don't really have anything much more to pontificate or, or other than the fact that he said this. He said to inject Clorox into my veins. <laughs> and people did it. <sighs> Well, good for them. Then those are the people that don't need to be breathing up my that's air. A, that's a <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back after this message. Sponsors for How Valid is the Validity. A 
Aurora Nutra Science. Guidance Whiskey. Sony Mobile. Modern Media Geeks. Titan Motoring of Nashville. Hertz Odyssey Mobile. Cartronics of Nashville. Verdol Yak This is how valid is the validity. So Joe Biden's up in Pennsylvania giving a speech and I, I had a couple other clips, but it doesn't even matter. I think we talked it out. Uh, we talked everything out tonight, but, but this just goes more to, you know, it, it's this in and out uh, of Joe Biden. I mean, you see it, everybody knows it. It's not even a thing. Kamala Harris definitely, even in that situation is more presidential than he is by leaps and bounds. This is the the funny thing about this one is I'm I'm sure you everybody's seen it, but what caught my eye was really the the interpreter, the deaf interpreter, the guy signing the, the sign guy language, sign right? language, right? And this clip is just he it's Joe's having such a rough time. It was probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Can we play that clip? You got it. Fifteen or fourteen? No, the the fifteen where yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. Yeah, play that one. COVID is taken this year. Just since the outbreak, it's taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, it's when I mean, you think about it, more lives this year than any other year for the past 100 years. More than 180,000 lives in just six months. An average of 1,000 people dying every day in the month of August. Do you really feel safer under Donald Trump? Mr. Trump. You want to talk about fear? Do you know what people are afraid of in America? Afraid they're going to get COVID. They're afraid they're going to get sick and die. And that is no small part because of you. We're now on track to more than 200,000 deaths in this country due to COVID. More than 100,000 seniors have lost their lives to the virus. I mean, I got. I mean, he just didn't look like he knew what he was doing at all. I don't know who that guy was. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is this, whatever this one is, whatever that means. Well, take a look at it. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, what is this? I don't know. If it, what would this be? Texas Longhorns. Right. Okay. You're on the right track. Steer. Uh huh. So if you're doing this, what's coming? Uh- <laughs> What's coming out the other end? Are you serious? That's what that me- that's what yeah, that means for uh, real? Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. Nicely done. I learned that today. Today. Yeah, nicely done. My my stepmother, Stacy, she's she knows all about that stuff. If she's watching, hopefully she's proud of me cuz I don't think she is. I learned other couple couple of good ones in there too that are kind of dirty. Can you can you call mom from here? I can call your mom. Yeah, do it. I got a number. We're going to call the we're going to call the cookster. My mother she has been uh, laid up with a bad ankle for. Um, oh, you know what? Let's see. I got to do it from here. 
Give me a sec. I, did, did, I didn't tell you. I'm not going to say it. Actually, I might get in trouble with that one. I'm going to call my mom. That's that's when you know the show's pretty much just had its, had its run. Do you ever number it by heart? Do you know? Uh, three. It's the only number I know. 304-265-5892. Do you need that again? Do that again? 304-265-5892. And there's not even call waiting. So if they're on the phone... <laughs> You can't even, you know, can you hear it? Let's see if she answers. I don't think you know what you're doing. Hello? Ah! Hello, Mom. <laughs> uh, could, uh, uh, ma'am, could you please turn your radio down? <laughs> <laughs> I'll turn your radio down. So, Mom, I mean... Being as old as you are, are you afraid of getting COVID? Am I afraid of getting COVID? Yeah. Yes, I kind of am. Did you? So, have you had anything uh, stuck up your nose to find out if you had COVID? Yes, actually, I did a few weeks back. How did they were doing it for free? So I went and did it. So, do you do everything for free? Is that how I was born? So, did you have COVID? Huh? Did you have COVID? Absolutely not. Oh. Did they test you for I antibodies? No, they don't test for antibodies huh? in West Virginia. Antibodies are... No, it was, they were doing it for free, so I thought, well, why not? And they did the swab up your nose. Yeah, they do the swab up the nose. Did well, it, in West Virginia, it could go either way. Did it, did it hurt as bad as a lot of people? <laughs> did it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. It Did it, did it hurt, Mom? It it was actually, it it really didn't hurt. It was just really uncomfortable and it burned, but it didn't last long. No, I'm talking about the COVID test. Not, 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 <laughs> That's not relations with dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant the COVID test. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry you didn't hear it. So, so how's your ankle? Oh, it's, it's, it's healing, but I still, I'm still having pain. So I have to go get an MRI on it to make sure that none of the cartilage is damaged if it is i have to maybe have some surgery but we'll see so is it possible i mean do you have it set up in a way that i can get at least half of my inheritance now <laughs> is it set up in that way i told you i told you there's nothing to get is bob there back? will is... be nothing oh yeah dad's by the there. time yeah. i travel all over the place and do everything i want to do You'll be lucky to get one of the logs off the house. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, God. That's insane. Those one logs are full of just bugs. Just one log. Those logs are full of bugs and old, old, <laughs> dirty. Well, I, we appreciate you, Mother. Thank you for everything. Oh, well, I'm so happy, too, that you called. Tell Bob hello. Yeah, tell Bob hello. Oh, I will. He's standing here, too. And he wanted me to tell you that I had to have a cat scan today, and the cat seems to be okay. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Thank you. Do you have a dump, like a dump button? A I do have a. Button. I do have a dump yeah, button. Just, just, just. Okay, mom, take care of yourself. We hope you. Uh, <laughs> I hope you get COVID. Lose my number. Love you. Love you. Love you guys. Bye, mom. Bye. Bye. Oh, always brightens up your day. The cookster. I, I just don't understand why I can't get my inheritance now.
You can. It sounds like it's just a log. Half a log. Wouldn't it be funny if I just took a chainsaw up here and took out <laughs> half a log on my, part of the wall? Yeah, part of the wall. Does it matter which log, Ma? <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you know what? I look forward to being in Key West next week. It's going to be fun. We still got the clip of the week. You want to do that? I think it'd be fun. Oh, it's yeah. A nice, it's a nice light note. Done. We've had a very, very hard day. It's been hard. heavy. Play a clip of the week. Play it. I will. This is good. I like that slap bass in there, though. I knew you would like that. That's why I did it. I did it. <laughs> That's my mom, by the way. <laughs> okay. This is so good. What is this? Watch this. Happy birthday, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor thing. Oh, that's a fish. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fish to the face. Oh, Dude, this is the best one. Watch this. Oh, wrong, uh -oh. wrong door. Oh, no. Oops. <laughs> Watch this guy, Electric Avenue. I was. <laughs> oh, I love this. He's like getting shocked. Oh my god, dude! I like this. You knew too. as soon as you heard that note, you knew what this was. <laughs> yeah. You know that? You know how good that song is? Oh yeah. Oh god, I love Al Green. Oh my God, it's so funny. This is awful. Oh, oh. <laughs> A lot of Queen songs. I think the Mike. I think the Michael Jackson was my favorite. God Almighty! No, I, I, I think my favorite is just the uh, when they when they missed the door, <laughs> Mama. <laughs> oh my God! All right, so here here's the deal. So we'll be off next week. We got uh, next week. We're gonna have best of um, the best of uh, interview clips that we've had on here on how Val is validity. This is episode twenty one, and we appreciate you uh, hanging with us. We're trying to get better every week. Uh, make sure you email us or, or contact us anytime. If you have something for Conspiracy Corner and you think we should research it and do it, uh, email us and, and let us know. We'll, we'll try to get that done for you. Um, Chad's not here tonight because he's sleeping. He's been working really hard. and We we miss. It. I bought this chair for him and he's not here. <laughs> Still not smells here. like him though. Guidance Whiskey. We're going to play a, a spot and we're going to play some uh, a couple of commercials to end on. And then we got Greg. I, I, I messed up. What did you do? What did Nothing. You do? You just, I'm messing with the camera. Um, <laughs> and uh, we appreciate it very much. Chris Weaver Band's coming out with some new music. Uh, we're already on, uh, on the platform for uh, the new platform that we're going to be on and I'll be putting that up. Also, uh, look out next week for the $5,000 package, uh, car stereo package. We're going to be rolling that out over the weekend uh, thanks to Modern Media Geeks and all the boys um, 
uh, through the uh, Hertz Audison group, group and uh, Aurora NutriScience. And we appreciate all you guys that uh, hang out with us every week on Wednesdays. And also download your prod, uh, the podcast anywhere that you get a podcast. We really appreciate. Uh, and I think that's it. My name's Chris Weaver. This is Andy Lieb. Uh, we'll see you next week here on how <laughs> how valid is the validity. can't help you directly, we will help you find someone who can. At the Verdoliac Law Group, we've withstood the test of time by honoring our commitment to put our clients' interests first. That's why most of our clients over the last 50 years have found us through word of mouth from other satisfied clients. In the last half a century, thousands of law firms have come and gone, while the Verdoliac Law Group has cemented itself as a Chicago legal landmark, and we look forward to our next 50 years of serving you. If you want a law firm that has stood the test of time and will fight for you, call the Verdoliac Law Group. This is How Valid is the Validity.
Sunrise 